You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! S. S. Anthony Thomas. Well, hello, hello, you sick bastards. That's right, it's me. The S Master General. I'm heading outside right now. See that door closing? It's me walking outside. We were doing our, I'm doing the Monday episode of the S Anthony Says Podcast. This is actually being recorded on Sunday afternoon. Why? Because it's nice outside and I feel like walking outside. Damn it, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And quite frankly, who does? <laughs> uh, I just want to talk to you about something interesting here. Uh, I want to talk to you about carrots and sticks. And how the world is nothing but carrots and sticks. Now, you're familiar with that phrase, the carrot and the stick, where the carrot is used to get you to go someplace in a pleasant way, to lure you to something, and then you get the carrot if, you're, if, you, if you comply with, with that. And then there's the stick where the person, and the stick is pretty self-explanatory. They take a stick and crack you in the fucking head. And that's all the world is. The world is carrots and sticks. And what people don't really realize is they're not separate what happens is the carrot will show up first and if the carrot doesn't work then the stick is applied to your ass you understand what I'm saying? I mean it's, 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 it's a case you know you want to get a horse to go someplace you put a carrot in front of him you walk him to the stall he goes in he gets the carrot you leave with the stall locked everything's happy he gets to eat the carrot you get the horse in the stall you get to leave but if the carrot doesn't work what happens? sometimes you gotta take a stick and whack that horse on the ass to get him to go where you want him to go. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to hit the horse. But you do. That's what happens sometimes. And it's the same thing that applies to us as human beings. The carrot and the stick. And you have to be smart enough to notice that when the carrot is there, you better eat that bastard. Because if you don't, the stick is coming. This happened to me, um, this is a long time ago. There's a friend of mine, and we, and we were kind of, we were roughly the same age. We were, we were friends for a while. And, but he was always one of those guys that always had the scam. Always. Even when you would put an opportunity in front of him that was cool, legal, moral, ethical, would work out better for him, couldn't do it, had the scam all the time. He wanted a new television. He had milked his old television for as far as long as he could. It fell apart. Now, at the time, none of us had any money, but, you know, we were doing our thing. We were young. So he goes, you know, we're working. We, you know, lived in different areas of the city, but we were still cool. We were still cool. He wanted a new television. And I said, all right. Uh, I had a car. He didn't. I said, all right, man. Uh, I saw, actually, I saw a sale for televisions. Uh, you know, uh, they had televisions for 100 bucks, man. I know that's within your budget. So, you know, if you want, I mean, I got a car. I'll come pick you up and I'll take you. We'll go get the television. That way you don't have to carry it. You know, and then I'll uh, take you. Know, we'll go there. We'll help you carry it in the house, and we'll take care of business. And by the way, if you notice that I said a hundred dollars, that was the actual price, and that ought to tell you how long ago this was. Shut up, I'm not old. But he goes, no, man. I got a friend of mine, man. He's got a real deal on TV sets. He said he could sell me a television for seventy-five dollars. I said, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. I mean, personally, I'd rather have a brand new television because. You know, this television will actually have a one-year warranty, which is part of the price, but, uh, you know, whatever you want to do. And then he told me the name of the guy that he was going to buy the television from. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> the only thing, this guy, if this guy walked down the street, you know how sometimes you watch a television program and a, an individual will have a theme song? 
If this guy walked down the street, his theme song would have been Bad Boys, Bad Boys, What You Want to Do, What You Going to Do When They Come For You, because this dude was Thief Central. Everybody knew this dude was a thief. Everybody. Couldn't prove it, but we knew, you know, he would disappear for six months or a year at a time and then show back up a lot more muscular and you know he didn't have a gym membership. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So I said, you're going to buy a television from him? Really? Yeah, man, it's $75. It's going to be cheaper. Yeah, I know it's $25 cheap, $25 cheaper, but dude, come on. You know what the deal is with this dude. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, the, I said, if you buy the television from the actual store, like I said, you get a year warranty. And if you take it back to get it repaired, there won't be any police officers in the parking lot waiting to baton you to death in the fucking parking lot. There won't be, you know, there won't be anybody chasing you home. There won't be anyone going, that's the dude that took my television, you know, and chasing him. And then he runs to your house. And then, you don't want to deal with all of that. No, it's $75, man. It's, uh, look, man, your TV you're talking about is $100. The TV I'm talking about is $75, man. I'm not spending an extra $25 if I don't have to. So he buys the TV from Thief Master General. Takes it home three days later. Kaboom. Television blows up. Now, when I say television blows up, I'm not saying it stopped working. I'm not saying that, that the arc sparked, uh, electric, electric, the electrical uh, spark from the outlet. No, I'm talking about exploding. Boom. Kaboom. Glass all over the place. Boom. Exploded. $75. And quite frankly, the TV looked like a piece of crap to begin with. I run into him, and I, everybody knew what happened because people... We're wondering what, that, what the hell happened, all the smoke coming out of his room. And uh, everybody's like, oh man, oh uh, yeah, I know you heard about my TV, man. Don't give me a hard time. I'm not going to give you a hard time. Why would I give you a hard time? I'm just glad you didn't get any glass in your face. I'm just glad that you know, it didn't turn out worse and burn your, burn your place down. I don't have to give you a, a, I told you so. You know I told you so. And that wasn't the first time he did that. He went, I put the carrot in front of him. I will drive you someplace to legitimately get a television set that has a warranty. That was the carrot. He chose to ignore the carrot. And, and, and what happened? Thief Master General sells him a bullcrap television. And what happens? Bam! The stick. Right in the head. Now, he only has $25 left in his budget for a television, and he's not going to be able to get one anytime soon. And he didn't get one for quite a while. Carrot, the stick. That's what the world is. Carrots, sticks. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little comedy story about the carrot and the stick. Los Angeles, a few years ago, we're doing a show. And what happened was this cat was booking a show, and it was a nice place, man. It was, it was nice place but what happened was it was part of another building and uh, it was it was like a cheers type place oops kicked over something it was like a cheers type place where everybody literally knew each other else knew each other else you know you know by the way I usually I, I do speak the English language don't let that last sentence fool you but they all know each other okay and so we're doing a show there and it's attached to a place that's one of those bars where everybody knows everybody, everybody goes there, it's always packed to the gills. So the booker sees this and goes, oh man, look at all these people. And I got the room in the back, oh man, this is going to be great. I'm like, this is going to be awesome, I'm going to get this room in the back, it's going to be great. And he just assumes because that section is packed, the front, the back where he is is going to be packed. So he books me to come in there and I'm going, yeah, I'll do it for you because normally I wouldn't have done this place, but what the hell. You know, it was an off day. I figured, what the hell, make a couple bucks, go to a nice little place. I was going to be doing a bunch of showcase nights anyway to work on some new material, so why not make a couple of bucks? What difference does it make? 
I show up there. It's a cute little place. But no one's in there. And eventually 20 people pile in there. So we're sitting there. He's complaining. Oh, man, I wanted at least 30. This is ridiculous, man. If I get 30 people in here, I break even, you know, because it'll be half full. You know, he's, he's all upset. So I'm going to say, well, just get you, get, you, get your routine down. Don't worry about it. I mean, you know, you, you're not going to just do one show here, right? You want to try to build a clientele, right? So don't, you know, don't take it. Just, just you know, do a show. Get, get, your, get your feet back. And don't worry about it. So he's got the MC on. And in the, in the stand-up uh, world, on a regular show, there's usually MC, which would be the first person, does 15 minutes or so. Feature or middle, that's the same title for the same job as a person who normally does 30 minutes in the middle of the show. And the headliner would be me, which is usually the person that does 45 to 60 minutes, usually 45 minutes. Um, and that's how that works. That's, that's what goes on. So the first two guys, are, first guy goes on, performs, he's doing a nice job. Second guy goes on, he's doing a nice job in front of the 20 people that are there. And he's still up in the back and playing, damn it, 20 people. This is, I mean, the show's going good, but I want more people. This so I go outside to collect my thoughts. I'm like, okay, I was going to work on some new stuff. But, I mean, this is a paid show. I'm not going to... I mean, I'm pretty confident in this stuff. But I'm going to hit, basically hit them with the greatest hits package. So let me think about what I'm going to do here. Change things up a little bit. Now, I start seeing people come out of the, of the building that was packed. And to show you how much support the back of the house where the comedy was, how much support they were getting from the main room, the people in that packed place who were leaving didn't know there was a comedy club back there. They had no idea. They had no idea. So I'm standing outside, and uh, I see maybe 10 people, you know, leaving. And I hear, overhear them talking as they walk to their cars, because where I was standing was near the parking area. And they're going, oh, man, that was great dinner, man. You know what, man? It's too early to go home, man. Look, you want to go do something, man? You know, I, I got this money burning a hole in my pocket. I plan on going to the show, but the show got canceled. You just want to go to a movie? want to go see a band? want to go to the dead? And they're rolling through all of that, and they're running all these scenarios by each other. And I go, hey, is this the comedy club over here? And I say that out kind of loud. And they go, and they go, huh? I said, oh, it's a comedy club in here. He goes, really? I said, yeah, the show's going on right now. You can probably go in and see it. So they all, and so like 10 people walk over towards me, and we're all sitting there having a conversation, laughing and joking. I'm trying to, you know, be nice to these people, charm them a little bit. And then, and then slowly, maybe 10, 15, and 20 more people, no, a total of 20 people, 10 more people show up. So there may be 10, maybe 20, 25 people standing there. Okay? So all of a sudden, now I've got 20 people standing there. And I'm talking to them, and they go, okay, well, well, tell, me, tell us about this comedy club. I said, well, it's in here. It's a new thing. It's starting. It's, this is the first show. Uh, the MC is already, you missed the MC. The, the feature's on. You're probably going to miss most of him, if not all of him. But the headliner's incredible. Oh, really? Tell us about the headliner. So I start rattling off some credits, you know. And then, I, and then after they go, oh, he's done some pretty good stuff. I said, yeah, now I'm going to tell you something else about this headliner tonight. He's a very good-looking man. He's an attractive man. He's a sexy man. He's a genius probably the most evolved human being in the world and I'll be honest with you, I've seen him naked and they, they all pause like, what? and then they start laughing because they realize I'm talking about myself and they go, so you're on, huh? I said, yeah, it's me she goes, oh, I said, you funny right here alright, I'll go, I'll go in and they look around, yeah, it was like, like one of those, you know like, hey, let's all go in and see it, yeah so I got 20 of the 25 people, I think 20 wanted to go in, the other 5 had already had other plans but they were just joining in on the conversation so I pulled the 20 people, and I'm going, all right, go in here, talk to the guy. So I run into the guy who's running the club. And I said, look, there's 20 people outside that want to come in to see the show. Okay, I got them convinced to come in to see the show. Let me get my stuff together because I'm going to go on stage and perform, okay? He said, oh, man, this is great, man. With these extra 20 people, oh, man, I'm going to make some money tonight. Oh, this is going to be great. I said, hey, whatever, man, that's good. We're doubling, we're doubling the audience. So just do what you got to do. So I go in the back.
back and I'm, you know, changing my shirt and getting myself together, you know, stretching a little bit, getting ready to roll. And I look over and I'm smiling inside going, man, this is great, we're going to double the crowd. I look back over there and I see the 20 people who were smiling, who followed me into the club with their hand. The guys had taken their wallets out. They had the money in their hands. Women had opened up their purses. They had money in their hands. They had already said via body language, via by the way of moving from outside to inside, following me in, saying my name. Hey, this is going to be great. Yeah, we all can't wait to see it. They were, they were willing to pay to come in. Now, I didn't know what he charged at the door. You know, I just know what he was paying me. It was not that much, but I didn't give a shit. So I see them, and I'm looking at them, and all of a sudden, this, this, the, the body language started to melt away. They weren't smiling anymore. They were, made, they were giving that like, shoulder shrugging and looking at each other as if to say, what the fuck? And I started to see them. They looked over at me, and they kind of shrugged and gave me that sorry, bro, look from across the room. And I'm going, oh, whoa, 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 what the hell just happened? What the hell just happened? It's like when you, it would be the equivalent of watching your favorite team on television, right? They're kneeling down. They got the game. They're up, they're up by five points in the football game. They got the ball. You know what I'm saying? They intercepted the pass with the other team, and they're kneeling down. And he's like, oh, there's only 12 seconds left on the clock. All they got to do is kneel down one more time. What's the problem? <laughs> and you turn off the game, and you go get something to eat. You're about to call your friends up and laugh at them because your team beat their team. But you can't get them on the phone, so you're like, I'll call them later. And then you see a blurb on the news. Unbelievable. The quarterback kneeled down, slipped, the ball fell out of his hand. The defensive team got the ball and ran it in and scored a winning touchdown with no time on the clock. That's what it felt like. Because I had just gotten these. I got them. We went from having 20 people to having 40-something people in there at least. Because I talked to the people outside. I had won the game. I had the game won. Double it up. This guy would have made some money. We would have had a nicer crowd. But what happened? He wanted to charge him $20 to come in. That's all he saw was $20. I didn't know he was charging $20 for the show. That was too much to charge for a, for a first show in a, in a place that was, that was a small little place that you're just getting started. Too much to charge. Especially since he wasn't paying me enough. But it was too much to charge. And keep in mind, I'm the headliner. I'm 45 minutes of the show. 45 minutes of the show had already elapsed for the most part. Which means they were only going to get to see half the show. He decided to charge them full price. They said, fuck that and left. And I walked up to him. I'm going, what the hell happened? Well, they didn't want to pay. I said, what do you mean they didn't want to pay? They came in with money in their hands. I said, I mean, what did you say to them? I mean, there's no way in the world they would have walked away from a $10 show. When I, he goes, no, 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 I charged them 20 I said, you, What? You charge, how are you going to charge people when you're trying to get your build your clientele up? How are you going to charge somebody twenty dollars for that? How are you going to do that? You're trying to you got to get asses in here. You tell them that normally it costs twenty dollars, but this is our first show, and I'm glad to have you here. Thanks for thanks for coming in and supporting us. Thanks for being our, for doubling our crowd up. Just to let you know next time you come back, it'll be twenty dollars. But for you, I'm gonna make it ten because you should have been charging ten for the show in the first place. And he goes, yeah, but, 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 I wanted, but the ticket price is $20. I said, yeah, but how many people are in the building right now? 20. How many people would have been in the building had you gotten their asses in? 40. There's 20 people there that would have paid $10 to come in here. What's 10 times 20? That's 200. You were complaining about not having enough money, and you were so busy trying to gouge these people that you just told $200 to walk out the door. 
You had locked in so hard on the $20 on this fake carrot that you didn't realize that by locking in on it, you didn't see the stick coming. And the stick cracked you right in the top of your damn head because that $200 would have been in your pocket. And now it's going to somebody else's pocket. <laughs> the carrot and the stick. It happens all the time. You know, it happens in relationships too. You know, carrot and the stick. Oh, I'm going to be nice to my spouse. 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 And then you don't do it. <laughs> you know, and then the stick shows up. Bam! Because they, they wanted the carrot. You pulled the carrot away. You pulled it away. It's got to be a real carrot, you know. You can't put a fake carrot up. If you take a, you got a horse, you're trying to lead a horse with a fake carrot, that horse is going to go, that ain't no damn carrot. And yes, horses actually speak with stereotypical black accents. Always have to be cognizant of, of consequences when you do everything. You know, I, I, I remember I was dating a, a lady. Yeah, another bus going by. <laughs> I was dating a lady and she put on this show of how great she was going to be. How great she was going to be to me, man. And we started dating. We were having a great time and everything was great. And I'm thinking this carrot is awesome. This is the best carrot in the world. This is the carrot of friendship and fun and having a great time. But as soon as I got in the stall, she pulled out the stick. <laughs> right? <laughs> she pulled out the stick. Oh, do you, oh, you want sex again? What? Yeah. Kind of. I mean, we're dating your boyfriend and girlfriend. and It's been like a week. What the fuck is going on here? I don't know. I really, you know, I, I know what I said, but uh, I really, I'm one of those people that likes to have sex like once a month. Really? So you you expect me to have sex twelve times a year? <laughs> you do realize I'm 23 years old, right? That's what I was at the time. You realize I'm 23 years old, right? No. You got to be real. And the consequences for me was I was following the fake carrot. I didn't do my investigation. I didn't think about what was the, what the consequences were to what, the, what my situation was. I should have known immediately that what she was saying was complete bullshit. But I didn't pay attention. I didn't, I didn't think about that stick coming. <laughs> you know? It's the same thing in politics, man. They put that carrot right in front of you. If you vote for me, I'm going to work hard for you. And they point to you. And when they pointed to you, you should have turned around. Because if you turned around, you would see a bunch of rich guys with their thumbs up going, yeah, he meant us, you dumb bastards. He ain't working for you. <laughs> Everything has consequences. The consequences of that jackass buying that fucked up television was he spent $75 on a bullshit television that didn't amount to anything. The consequences of that jackass at the comedy club deciding he was going to turn down 200 bucks when these people in good faith wanted to come in. The consequence, they didn't come in. And the long-term consequences, 
where he only got to do the show five more times because those people went around talking about how much of a jackass he was and how he tried to gouge them and how this nice black guy was going was gonna to go in there and help him out. But this jackass at the door fucked him over. The consequences to me chasing after that girl because she looked good and because she was being so nice and so great. When I thought about it, when I think about it now, there were signs it was all bullshit. I was chasing the carrot. Didn't pay enough attention. Bang! Right in the back of the head. The stick. That's how it works, man. The world ain't nothing but carrots and sticks. Sometimes a carrot's legitimate. You know, sometimes you follow the carrot, and the carrot is a legitimate thing. And you get the carrot, and you're going, yeah, dum, 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 this is awesome. And the stick didn't get anywhere near me. Sometimes you follow that carrot, and that carrot is a pile of shit with orange paint on it. <laughs> and you go, hey, let me taste that. What the fuck? You know, but I know that now. I realize now in the world ain't nothing but carrots and sticks, man. You know, and I know now to investigate all carrots, and I know now to have my head on a swivel like I'm a punt returner to look for all the sticks. Because that better be a real carrot, damn it. And you ain't gonna get a chance to hit me with the stick. So that's what I say to the world F the stick, give me the carrot. Well, cats and kitties, dudes and dudettes, this will be the Monday edition of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. I, of course, am your friend, S. Anthony Thomas. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for listening to a lot of the podcasts. I think, I believe this one is number, I think this is number 95. So probably uh, next Wednesday will be the 100th episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Um, I want, like I said, I want to thank you guys for listening and coming back on a regular basis. I enjoy our walks and talks together because I'm walking and talking and technically we're together because when you hear this, we'll be together. Uh, if you want to do me a favor, my friends, tell everybody about the podcast. Share it with your friends and relatives. Tell them to subscribe. You subscribe if you haven't. Shout me out on your social networking sites if you like this one. And um, the home base for the podcast, of course, is santhonysays.podbean.com. And if you want to shoot me an email, and thank you for the ones that have shot me an email, and thanks for the kind things you, you said. I haven't had one jackass email me something mean, and I really appreciate that. Uh, the email is the S. Anthony Says Podcast at gmail.com. Folks, much love to you all. I really appreciate everything you've done. I really appreciate you, your listening and all of that kind of coolness, my friends. Thank you very, very much for that. I just want to say, this is the Monday one, and we will see you Wednesday. S. Anthony, out.